the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today, this Friday afternoon. You know what? Isn't it beautiful outside? I hate it. I love it. Thank you. I love it so much. It's so cold. It's windy. I love it's it. It's like rainy and wet. It's. I got crazy hair because of all the rain. It's a typical Pittsburgh fall day. No, and I it's don't like it at all. Cloudy and it, rainy why, and cold. Why would you like that? I don't know. There's it's something cl- about it. What about autumn days that are sunny and nice and you feel like you're looking at beautiful colors? I like it. I just, it, it somehow it's energized me. It and you really know what? When I good. ran out to the car, my shoes got wet. That annoyed me. Yeah. I don't know. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, is it not? There's just something about it. We've had these beautiful, beautiful, sunny, warm days. Yeah, so for sure what we want is something dark, cloudy, and gray. Well, maybe if you ask me this in you know February, I'll be like, yeah, please give me Prozac or something like that. But right now, this really? moment, it feels really, John, really, you know, really John's good. You know, John's so positive. Isn't he, Christy? Well, no, no. He's too positive for a rainy day. Don't you feel glad to know him because of his positivity? No, I think, seriously, I think, I believe the majority of people listening right now would nod their head and say, yep, he's right. I don't buy that for a hundred percent. No. The majority way. of people are going, this feels good. No. This feels like Pittsburgh. This is home. You should, okay. This is home. If you're watching the show on YouTube, uh, streaming live, YouTube at the word Pittsburgh, would you please tell me if you like this day or not? I mean, I'm not complaining about the day. I'm just trying to say the weather is certainly like below what anyone would enjoy. Believe me, a month from now, this will seem like heaven. You know that, right? Okay, so I'm just saying. Wow, we're stepping you, you down into have, something here. You just have like all sorts of good news for it's me just, today. It's just how it is. Okay. Look, we, That's great. I I am so glad to hear it said that on this Friday, October 22nd, John, you are that happy. And? Yes. You just said the magic words. It is a Friday as It well. is, which means, friends, what? is it too early for me to say it? No, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Your weekend has begun. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Six minutes past the four o'clock hour on a like cold, rainy Friday afternoon. At least in this corner of the world, and even I'll split the studio in half, at least this side of the studio, all is right and well. Did Over you hear- there, woohoo! Do you hear our, our new guy? Mm -hmm. Let's play that one more time. Let's hear him again because I like him. Just one guy. Just one guy. He's alone. I hope that guy, whoever that guy is, gets a check every year for like six cents. (laughs) Those are his residuals. Good job, my friend. Six cents for the woohoo. I like it. No, I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, as we always do, we kick off the show and Kath gives us the uh, news stories of the day. Kath, even on a cold, uh, rainy Friday. I'm wearing a sweatshirt today. I was cold. I'm like, yeah, I got a fleece thing going on. I'm wearing hunting clothes. (laughs) I'm ready to get a deer out there. Can you imagine John shooting a deer? No. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Wouldn't work well. Okay, as we always do, give us the news stories, the top four at four. 
Okay, people. This is for Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Number one. The Supreme Court today agreed to quickly consider two lawsuits challenging a Texas ban on most abortions, adding another blockbuster case to a docket that already included a major battle over abortion rights. According to the Wall Street Journal, the court, in a brief written order, set oral arguments for November 1st. Whoa, that's fast. Yeah, it's Super really fast. fast. Holy smokes. The justices deferred acting on an emergency request from the Justice Department to prohibit the Texas law, while the federal government challenges its legality, meaning the state's restrictions remain in place for now. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Number two, winter is approaching. You know that, John. I do. All that crazy stuff you were just talking about the last five minutes. And many restaurants that have relied on outdoor dining to recoup some of their lost business during the pandemic will soon lose their lifeline as temperatures drop. In a CBS News report today that was well done, uh, they wrote that while many restaurants appeared to be busy during the summer months, operators say they still haven't recouped their pandemic-related losses. Even though sidewalk and street cafes may have been packed, many eateries can only accommodate a small share of their usual indoor capacity. Further, hiring across the U.S. dipped dramatically in August, hampered by a surge in COVID cases. And so customer-facing industries like the retail trade, leisure, hospitality were hit the hardest, with bars and restaurants coming to a practical standstill. Restaurant owners also say they're constantly understaffed. Have we seen that when we go out, John? I mean, Always. Pe- we all, God bless uh, those people. A lot of guests want to sit outside, but owners say they don't have servers that can bring food or drinks to the tables. One owner said, it's driving us insane because we have happy customers, but we don't have the staff to support them. The National Restaurant Association is calling on local authorities all across the country to extend the period during which outdoor dining is permitted and to fund outdoor dining infrastructure, including the construction of outdoor seating areas and purchase heating equipment. Number three. And because it's a Friday, John, we have two sports stories. Oh, good. Starting with pit football. Bring it. Who finds itself in first place in the Coastal Division of the ACC with an enormous game coming up tomorrow. The Panthers will welcome Clemson to Heinz Field at 3.30, and at stake will be the pit, will be Pitt's top 25 ranking, along with a good amount of respect in the college football world. The Panthers are undefeated in two ACC conference games and have the tiebreaker over Virginia Tech, while five other teams have at least two defeats. If Pitt wins, though, the team has to vault into the top 15. That's what I think. Has to. Has to. They're ranked 22 this week. And number four. Things are getting more and more complicated for the Pens as Jeff Carter has tested positive for COVID-19 and has entered the protocol. Goaltender Tristan Jari was in the protocol, but just found out today was a false positive. Did you hear good that? for him. Yeah. Both players currently asymptomatic. Now, you might remember that Zach Aston Reese missed the first two games of the season after testing positive, and I think I heard he was pretty sick. Uh, Jake Gensel didn't play in the opener after he tested positive, but wasn't sick. Apparently, though, the Pens have met with their team doctors about re-implementing some of the mitigation strategies they had used before, including testing players and staff daily. Crosby is still recovering from the wrist procedure he underwent on September 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I heard a uh, clip, did you hear that clip, that he's like, been struggling with that for years. It's like a seven-year-old yeah. injury. Of course, Malkin's still rehabbing as well. Oh, and big news this week we didn't talk about. Mike Sullivan became the winningest coast in franchise history with 253 wins, surpassing Dan Bilesma. Wow, go Mike Sullivan. He took over as head coach December 12th of 2015. And that is your top four. Four people. Great news. Tell you what I'm sick about, about hearing about the sickness. I mean, I know. Right? Holy smokes. When's this going to be over? I don't know. I want it to be over like 
a year ago. I do believe that this winter will be different. It will not I be do, the I winter so of discontent. I know. I feel mm-hmm. good about it. Good. I'm glad you feel good about something on a Friday. There's a little I, ray no, of sunshine. I feel good about a lot of things. I just don't, I don't like the weather, John, right, okay. but I feel good about today's show. Yeah, we got excellent show. Uh, this is something I love to talk about. Coming up next, a simple guide to experiencing miracles. I love to hear miracle stories. And uh, J.P. Moreland is going to be with us. He's going to talk about the instruction and, and, and inspiration for living a supernatural life in Jesus. That's straight ahead. The Ride Home on a Friday Afternoon. 101.5 WORD. We love our pastors, don't we? Well, here's how you can show them undeniably that you do when you enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Enter for your pastor's chance to win a seven-day getaway for two to the Cove in North Carolina. Includes airfare, meals, a $500 Visa gift card, and more. Show your pastor you love and appreciate them for the hard work they do. Enter this and other giveaways at wordfm.com. You're putting tears of joy on the faces of Christians around the world. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. We've spent the last few weeks sharing the tremendous need for Bibles in places like Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America. We've given you specific examples of Bibleless waiting Christians who are now going to have God's Word. And perhaps you're wondering, what's it like when they finally get a Bible? Hear from this pastor in South Africa. We were in a place called Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. Pastor Joseph said that woman, when she received her Bible, didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy and Word FM listening family. That's what you're doing, putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleless believers all over the world. Our goal is 5,000 Bibles. You know we're far from that, but you can keep us moving toward it at $5 a Bible. Call 800 800- Yes Word, 800-YES-WORD at wordfm.com. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. I find that patients just want to be heard. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. That takes time to sit down and listen to what the patient has to say. Listen to their past experiences because that's all important in how I then present treatment to them, formulate a treatment plan for them, and how we move forward with their treatment at our office. My mommy is a really good dentist and she'll take good care of you. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. When I hear about miracles, yeah. it's not that I don't believe they can happen. Because obviously I believe they can happen. But I always... 
Maybe I'm afraid to believe that they can happen. I tend to like devalue them or explain them away in some way. Like I'm sure that that wasn't what happened. But you're a believer. I am. But just, that doesn't make any sense. But that's just how I feel. Okay. All right. I appreciate the honesty because yeah. I, I think that's probably true for a lot of people. We're happy to have J.P. Moreland with us. He's Distinguished Professor of Philosophy at Talbot School of Theology and Director of the Eidos Christian Center. With degrees in philosophy, theology, and chemistry, Dr. Moreland has taught theology and philosophy at several schools around the U.S. and also authored or co-authored books including Christianity and the Nature of Science, uh, The Lost Virtue of Happiness, and his soon-to-be-released A Simple Guide to Experience Miracles, Instruction and Inspiration for Living Supernaturally in Christ. Dr. Moreland, welcome in. It's such a delight to be with you. Yes, JP. Thank you so much. Listen, this is really interesting. You start off by saying, in the middle of nowhere, two Christians were driving in the mountains of Iran in a car that was full of Bibles. Tell that story, please. Well, there was a group uh, of the Jesus film crew that was driving on a road in a very remote area. And they were going to try to go out to some villages and see if they could show the Jesus film. They had a whole pile of Farsi uh, Bibles, translated Bibles in the car. And they turn around the corner, and in their car, uh, something happened, and it veered into the ditch. And standing, they weren't hurt, but standing, 50 yards in front of them was an old villager. And this man comes up and says... Do you have the books? They said, what books do you mean? And he said, yesterday I was walking around my village, and I had had a dream the night before where Jesus appeared to me and said that today if I came to this spot on the road, there would be someone who would give me books that talk about him. I discovered that everyone else in my village had had the exact same dream. So I'm here to get the books. And (laughs) they were flabbergasted. Because all of these people had actually come to some minimal kind of faith in Jesus through these dreams, and they gave them the books. Now, this was reported by a, a guy named Rosenberg, who, who worked for ABC News. This guy researched the Mideast for two years before he wrote this book, and this is a credible account. The bottom line for me is that people feel the way the two of you expressed as the show began, and uh, that they doubt that miracles really happened. And my book is an attempt to say, I want to strengthen your faith and expectation and hope that these things are going on all over the world, and including this country, every day. They're all around us, but we don't know that. So my purpose is to cause people to have more of an expectation for the miraculous, and to be confident that God is really there and things happen. Fabulous. So, J.P., then what is it about us? And are we, you know, as Kath and I express our embarrassment, our, you know, our skepticism, are, are we just too... Weak? <laughs> are we... Yes, no, no. Well, yes and no. Um, we all are, yes and no. But one, we've been, we've absorbed the worldview of naturalism, that the physical world is you know, it's kind of all there is, but there is the supernatural world, but it just never does anything. Secondly, we have accepted the view that um, uh, with Christianity is a word religion and not a power religion, and it's both, whereas people in other parts of the world recognize it as a power religion. And then finally, we don't think we need to, to see miraculous healings because we've got medicine and things like that. 
so I think the most important thing about the book, uh, folks, is that I explain in considerable detail how to tell the difference between a miracle and just a coincidence. Hmm. And that way, if, if people will read that, they will never have to say to themselves, yeah, but that could have just been a coincidence. Hmm. Because there is a scientifically developed principle in that's used in archaeology and forensic science. In fact, just recently it was used to determine that a group of formations in a cave were actually produced by uh, uh, human beings in that cave, and they weren't just ordinary formations. But this principle can allow you to tell whether that was an answer to prayer or a coincidence. So uh, that's the purpose of the book. I talk about five different kinds of supernatural events, and I thoroughly vet and document and put my reputation on the line for the truth of each one of them. Fabulous. Now, JP, so then talk about the idea of a coincidence, right? People would yeah. call them happy accidents. I'm sure all of us have experienced the coincidence, but have you yourself, you know, when you look at the accidents or the coincidence, have you also experienced the miracle? Well, sometimes uh, I might have, but I don't know it because I don't have any reason to think the coincidence is a miracle. Because a coincidence is just a set of is two intersecting chains of events that have nothing to do with one another, and they happen all the time. People say in the world that God created there are no accidents. That's just a false view of providence. Uh, coincidences happen all the time, and they were not directly intentionally involving God's actions. So I might run into an old high school friend I haven't seen in 25 years, and I would see, in fact, that happened to me at an airport, and I thought that it was just a coincidence because there was no reason to think otherwise. There are other times when there is a reason to not only think that it was a, a miracle, but to know it is. You can actually know the difference between the two. And, J.P., why is it important to know the difference? I mean, is, it, is that an obvious question? Oh, but yes, why absolutely it crucial. Yeah, thanks for asking it. Because if you don't know, then you're going to make up things, and your faith is going to be weak and fabricated. I mean, nobody can sustain belief in Santa Claus for too long, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the tooth fairy. And if you have to keep making excuses for God, and say, well, I could have been God, but deep down in your heart, you're thinking, I don't, you end up being skeptical of miracle claims. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so speaking of skepticism, right, what many unbelievers would say, well, yeah, sure, miracles will happen, but I've never seen in, uh, someone whose uh, limb has been amputated have that limb grow back. So, I mean, miracles themselves just have to be dubious. Well, there are clear cases where uh, flesh and limbs have, in fact, grown back, and these are documented, and so that's just a false claim. Number two, greater miracles than limbs growing back have occurred. I, uh, in our church, there was a man, I share this in the book, whose eye was blinded by a grenade in Vietnam because he jumped in front of his captain to save him, and he got a shrapnel in his eye, and uh, a group of our, uh, from our church went and laid hands on him in front of his wife, and one of them worked for an optometrist doing eye exams and glass fittings, and he had not seen out of that eye for 30 years. And they prayed over him for 20 minutes, and this marble-looking eye of his was completely restored to full sight. And he and his wife started screaming and running around the house, and they've contacted this guy, and he's, re he's had full eyesight out of that eye ever since that happened. And I, I was able to interview 
three people on that team independently who told me the same story, and I know the guy's name and, and the rest of it. Plus, there have been resurrections of the dead. Now, these are highly documented cases, some of them medically documented. And uh, I could go on. The book contains miracles that are even of a greater magnitude than a limb growing back. J.P. Moreland is with us talking about his new book, A Simple Guide to Experience Miracles, Instruction and Inspiration for Living Supernaturally in Christ. Um, J.P., so I have a couple friends who are ill right now, and both of them are believers in Jesus. And... um, so they've taken different approaches, and I want to ask you about each one of them and just kind of mm-hmm. get your read on it. One yes. friend um, is absolutely convinced that God will do a miracle in her life, mm-hmm. yep. and she will not allow for any conversation that she might not be healed. No uh, allowance for anyone in the home who would come in and say that she might not be healed, um, even though her uh, the prediction for her, the current course of her disease seems to be terminal. She, so she will not allow anything. Uh, I have another friend who's ill and she uh, is afraid to believe that God could heal her because she's so afraid that she might, that he might not, and she would be disappointed. Right. Well, both are wrong. Uh, first of all, it's just presumptuous, except in a few rare occasions. And I know of a few, just a handful of people who were clearly certain God was going to heal them, and he did. But that's because they had learned how to clearly discern the voice of God, and they were told they'd be healed. Sam Storms, a theologian at Wheaton College, uh, knew that this little boy that they were praying for as a group of elders was going to get healed before they prayed for him. He knew it because he had this sense from God that came over him. Now, Storms is an intellectual. He's not a guy in... It's in the mountains, Ozark Mountains in Arkansas, who doesn't have any teeth. This, this guy is smart, and he knew it, and the little boy was, was completely healed in his dad's arms. So I know of cases where that's happened, but it is one-tenth of one percent. Anybody who says that is being foolish, and they're not recognizing that, that God gave us medicine and allowed us to discover it, so it's a both and you, you get healing prayer, and you go to get medicine. The other person, um, if, if, if you're led by fear of disappointment, you're not going to do much in your life. I had a guy say to me, pray for 200 people, and you'll see some people healed. And he was right. But most people that I pray for don't get healed, but I promise that I will bless them. And in the book, I give 14 reasons why people don't get healed, and I list eight ways that you can grow in your faith and expectations of healing prayer and how to pray for the sick. A lot of people don't know how to pray for the sick. One final thing. Um, the person says, I, I, I just I don't really believe it's going to happen. That's okay. You don't have to try to do anything. I tell people who are going to receive prayer, don't try to make anything happen. Don't try to believe something you don't believe. Your job is to sit there, to to just be receptive and let us love on you and bless you. And I promise that if nothing happens, you will walk away loved and blessed at least, and we may see the Lord do something. But you don't have to do a darn thing. And that takes the guilt out of it right there. Sure does. Okay, so then, JP, how does your view of miracles 
inform how you think about heaven? Uh, I'm not sure I understand your question. Well, if you believe miracles here happen every day, when you think about that, you think about God's glory and his faithfulness Mm -hmm. and all that, then what does that look like when we ascend and we go to heaven? How do those two, I mean, do the two work together? Yeah, Yeah, in two ways. First of all, uh, there are 300 million NDE reports, near-death experience reports around the world. And you believe it or not, they are the vast majority of these, 80 to 90 percent of them are consistent with biblical teaching. Uh, it is beyond any reasonable doubt now that there's a heaven and a hell. I've had three cancer surgeries. I was terminally ill, close to it. And I have absolutely no fear of death. And I used to. But I, my wife and I decided to get rid of it, so we began to read about the resurrection again, and, and, and the evidence for it, and the near-death experiences. And we are complete. I've got a whole chapter on this, where I, I present cases that you just can't refute. So I'm confident, based upon these miraculous occurrences, that, that heaven is real, and it has literally changed the way I live my life. I'm not worried about my future. I don't really mind dying. Uh, the other thing is, I think, that, that miracles give us a sense of what heaven is like multiplied by about 10,000. Because <laughs> when you start seeing things happen here, yes. you go, oh, my gosh, what yes. was that? You've had an answer to prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it blows your mind. But yeah. then you think heaven is going to be, oh, this is getting crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's just very encouraging. And, and that's the purpose of the book, that's honestly. That's fabulous. All right. Well, JP, it's been a pleasure to meet Surely you. Has been. Uh, this is the new book, which, when does it come out, JP? It's coming out in about a week or two. Uh, you can order it now on Amazon. Okay. All right. So you can pre order. The book is called A Simple Guide to Experience Miracles Instruction and Inspiration for Living Supernaturally in Christ. Yes. Thanks, JP. Really a great pleasure to meet you. You too. And thanks for what you're doing on your show. Thank you. Our pleasure. Hey, I love it. Uh, J.P. Moreland. Yeah. Uh, a simple guide to experiencing miracles, instruction and inspiration for living. That is excellent. We'll take a quick break. It's a Friday show. So coming up next, our Friday feature, this or that. Where can you find a mattress store that truly puts your needs first? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our team is here with a no pressure approach to help you find the right mattress to meet your unique needs. Whether it's back support, comfort, or long-term durability you're seeking, nobody knows more about what makes a great mattress great. We want to make sure you're prepared to make the best choice for you, whether you buy from us or not. Stop by your local OMF store to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Who doesn't love a good deal? What if you could confidently know that you're getting the best deal on a mattress on any given day, not just during one of those today-only sales? At the Original Mattress Factory, we have something better than a sale. A fair, factory-direct price on excellent quality products for everyone, every day. So you can take your time and buy when you're ready. When you're looking for the best mattress at a great value, come to the Original Mattress Factory first. OriginalMattress.com Don't let pests haunt your home this year. 
Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Hi, we're Katie and Ryland Weber, the founders of Convive Coffee. For more than five years, the heart of Convive has been to serve our community by sharing life and great coffee together. Sourcing beans from around the world, Convive Coffee samples and roasts right here in Pittsburgh. Come visit your local Convive Cafe at Adam's Shops in Mars, McCandless Crossing, and Butler Street in Lawrenceville. We hope to see you soon at Convive Coffee. Your life. Your hopes. And whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m., it's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a shower in spots. Expect a low tonight of 43. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a brief shower or two. Tomorrow's high, 54. Tomorrow night, we'll see rather cloudy skies and a low of 44. Sunday, mostly cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. A high Sunday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculousness of it all. Kath has a list. I've got a list. It's pretty basic. She says one thing, this, this another thing, or that. And we just choose. Mm-hmm. Kath, uh... I'm going first this week, John. All right. I'm excited to bring this to you. Okay, thank you. Pitt, my alma mater. Mm. I forgot to wear my Pitt shirt today, which just really tells you what kind of day I've had. It's yep. just upsetting. What but they, team colors are those? Uh, this is like, I don't think a team has this chartreuse color. Chartreuse. Exactly. Pixies. Pitt plays Clemson tomorrow, John, mm. in the biggest game they've played in multiple years. And they never disappoint. <laughs> and so I give you, John, yeah. the big game edition All right. of this or that. All right, bring it on. Number one, Pitt or Penn State? Oh. <laughs> I'm t- Answer I, carefully. <laughs> now listen, I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going Penn State. Oh my! Bring God. it! I'm bringing it. I'm oh. sorry. That's how it is. I'm sorry. Well, this has taken a dark turn. <laughs> you know, I love Pitt. I love Pitt. obviously not that much, I, but I love Penn State too. Shut it. My money's going to Penn State right now, number so I'm going where my money is. Number two. Yeah. Hell of a good dip mm. or guacamole? Oh, 
Oh, I love the both of them. Oh, that's a rough one. I get a long history, though. The hell of a good. Bring it on. <laughs> Number three. Watch the game with the group or watch alone so you can focus. Yeah. I'm doing the, I like to be the singular focus. Yeah. Those other people just get in my way. I understand. Yeah. Number four, Pitt yeah. Stadium or Heinz mm. Field? Oh, Pitt Stadium. Yeah. That was a great place. I love that place. It was weird, wasn't it? It was very it was like weird. A fortress. It didn't matter. It was old school. Number five, yeah. barbecue Fritos or a big bowl of homemade popcorn? Oh, love them both. I'm going because I get a long history. The popcorn. Okay. <laughs> Number six, Dan Marino or Tony Dorsett? Man, Dan Marino, I mean, that's hard to beat. That's hometown. Uh, and Tony, I mean, she's. This or that, John. Uh, I'm going Danny Marino. I used to live in his neighborhood. Hey. Number seven, Sprite with cranberry juice, John. Mm, I like it. Or straight up Coca-Cola. Give me a Coke and a smile. Okay. Number eight, yeah. s- sitting quietly. Or yelling at the TV like a normal person. I'm yelling. Good. You think I'm quiet about it? I want to see. Number nine, wings or ribs? Oh, see, I like them both too. Oh, that's this is a good dish of that. You like made an apology for? Well, yeah. Uh, I'm doing. uh, I'm doing ribs. You are. I'm doing ribs. That's a surprise to me. Uh, Thank you. Number ten, and the final question is this: Wearing a jersey, John, to support the team you love, (laughs) or wearing regular clothes like a boring person of a certain age. I'm not wearing a team jersey. Oh, my. I'm just not. I'm, and I'm not a boring person. Yeah, you are. Nope. It's, it's this or that, John. Okay. I'm wearing regular clothes, like a boring person. Of That's a certain age. Is. That's it. Of a certain age. Very nice. That was fun. Okay, okay. good. All right. Now, uh, you give me a, like a you know a wide menu here of some food. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, this is, has no theme whatsoever, but I'm going to start off with this. Eating whale blubber. <laughs> eating boiled sheep's head. Well, are those things you can eat? Yep. This Are or that, sure? Yes, of course All I All right, have. I guess I'm going to pick the blubber because I don't want to eat somebody's head. All right. I just don't. The whale blubber. Good, good, good meal there. All right. A long handwritten letter, a long personal phone call. I'll take the handwritten letter. Okay. Thank you. Confession, communion. What kind of this or that is that? I mean, okay, I'll go with communion. All right. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, right. Confession's good, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Watching lacrosse. <laughs> watching field hockey. Field hockey. <laughs> it's because it's close to ice hockey. All right. Enjoying a pumpkin spice drink. Enjoying pomegranate juice. Oh, pumpkin spice drink. Thank you. Pomegranate really? juice is a little too much for me. Mm, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. The smell of logs on the fire. Mm-hmm. The smell of pumpkin pie in the oven. Oh, gosh. Well, pumpkin pie in the oven because that means I can eat pumpkin pie. The flu. COVID. <laughs> well, what kind of game do we You've said that we multiple play? times, Jared. We play this game. It's called this or that, okay. is what it is. This or that. All right. Um, I choose flu. Hey, John, good for you. Oh, very nice. All right. I've had it and survived. Okay. Cleaning out your closet. Yeah. Cleaning out your email inbox. Oh. I'd much rather clean out my physical closet. Mm-hmm. You know why? Mm-hmm. I can see where everything is. It doesn't give me a headache. I can s- spread out and put things in different spots. Oh, definitely that. Driving at night in the pouring rain. Driving during the day in snow and ice. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
Well, I just drove last night in the pouring rain, mm. and so I feel pretty capable at this point. So I'm going to go with that. All right. Not washing your hair for a week. Oh, okay. Not using deodorant for a week. Oh, easy. I mean, I'll take not washing my hair for a week. Realize you've been singing the wrong lyrics to a song you love. Finding a typo in your favorite book. Um, I'll do. I'll do singing the wrong lyrics. All right. Well, that's my this or that. Is that it? Okay. Pretty basic stuff there, right? But that was hard for me at the end. It was, It was yeah. also hard for me at the beginning. You got held up there a couple times. You admonished me for, what, what kind of this or that? Is Seriously, how do you make me pick between whale blubber and... Sh- Sheep's head. Good. It's this or that. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, we've got a touchy subject coming up here next. No, it's going to be good. It's a little touchy no, it's here. it's going to be good. Christians no, it's be were, good. with their pitchforks and all that. We'll be right back. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Life is good. New music from Courtney Ramirez. Promised Land from Toby Mac. Yeah, I'm wondering, where's my promised land? And Rejoice from Andrew Rip. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. None all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit cashcallmortgage.com. Economists predict interest rates could go up as early as November. <laughs> That's not great news for people who've been putting off refinancing their mortgage. If your mortgage rate isn't in the twos, let Cash Call Mortgage come to the rescue. Go to CashCallMortgage.com to see their rates or give Cash Call Mortgage a call and find out just how low your payment could be with a mortgage rate in the twos. Interest rates could go up as early as next month. Don't miss this chance to get a low mortgage rate in the twos. Imagine what you could do with that extra cash every month. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. And Mike has a great offer for word listeners on his standard MyPillows. You'll receive a standard MyPillow regularly $69.98, now only $19.98. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as MyPillow Tiles, Mattress topper, my slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call 800 391 Use promo code WORD. MyPillow is made in the USA, comes with a 10 year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60 day money back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to mypillow.com or call 800 391 0954. Use promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800 391 0954. 
Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. There's been, um, over the years, a spate of shootings of believers in churches. And so a lot of churches have taken the defensive posture, um, an offensive posture, I should say, of making sure that security is in place so that people can worship without any fear of intruders coming in and murdering people in the congregation. I'm all for that. I think that's more of a defensive posture. Well, if... Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I think you're. I mean, I know that that's. I know what you're saying that the church is showing initiative, yes, and not just sitting there letting it happen. But I do think they're not like going out and charging into the community and you know. Yeah. Okay. Bring, I get bringing the weapons. You know what I mean? But you know, the, the idea is that pe- people have come into churches and for whatever reason, you know, crazy ideology or just crazy, they want to kill Christians. We've seen that. You know, that's just part of where we are in the 21st century. Mm -hmm. So I do appreciate when churches do training to try to keep the congregants safe. I saw a piece in the uh, the Kansas City Star that uh, the headline is, Group says it will train Christians in hand-to-hand combat at a Missouri event. A group that says its mission is to halt and push back the forces of darkness is holding a tactical event in Missouri this weekend to train Christians in hand-to-hand combat and fighting from your vehicle called the Missouri embattled warriors event. The gathering is reminiscent of the militia exercises and preparedness uh, training that spread across the country in the 1990s quote. We are a group of Christian men and women that go out and will stand against unrighteousness says Kevin Van story, a real estate broker from Nesho, Missouri. And uh, he said, this will be an intensive study about self-defense. What happens if you were driving on I-70 last year when all those riots were taking place in Kansas City. It's about time that Christians start going on the offense, at least stop being always on the defense. Van Story said the very loosely organized group is not a militia and that the event is nothing to fear. One of the very first sentences in our Constitution is the right to pursue liberty, he said, but our liberties are getting taken away now at a pace that's unfathomable. I am not crazy. I'm a God-fearing, USA-loving person. I never, ever in my life expected to be doing the things I'm doing right now. Uh, he was prodded into activism, he said, because we've had basically four decades of sissified or feminized pastors that have taken the man wow. out of his rightful position as the leader of the family. I'm not saying that I'm a man's man, you know. I just want to protect my family. Um, the training will cover room clearing, hand-to-hand fighting, and fighting from a vehicle. Uh, the event will be $135 per person and $200 per couple. What about the three of us went? Can we get a special... Get a special discount. Three for deal? Maybe. Uh, would you be interested? Mm, I just... I'm not comfortable with that. There's just a lot of things about that that raise red flags. Well, I don't know this guy. I don't want to, you know, come across too harshly, but I feel like... we don't know the event. Yeah, we don't know the event. I don't know Kevin Van Story. But I don't know. I, I feel like... Um, 
this is a failure of basic Christian discipleship in some ways. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe, when he says this, this is what got my attention, it's about time that Christians start going on the offense. Right. And Okay, so here's the thing. I agree with him on that. Christians should absolutely go on the offense. But our battle is not against flesh and blood. I, 100%. It's against powers and principalities. Right. So Christians definitely need to be on the offensive. Right. But in a spiritual sense, I don't think that applies to the physical world. I really don't. I understand being in a defensive posture. I, you know, I don't leave my door unlocked. Yeah. I advocate for good, solid policing, fair policing. Um, what about fighting from your vehicle? I, what I does just, that mean? I don't know. There has to be. It's hard to separate this from kind of the movement, the t- part of history that we're in, where it seems like um, there is a brand of uh, of conservative politics that is getting wrapped up too closely with Christianity. And forgetting basic tenets of the faith. I mean, Jesus told us, mandated, that we love our enemies. That we love our enemies. So, I'm again, what is, so what does that mean for Kevin Van Story? And what is, I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm trying to figure out what it means for Kathy Emmons. Right. And you need to figure out what it means for John Hall. Okay, so wait. So uh, just a side note, I reached out to um, Christian Aid. The group of the group, the Christian group in Ohio, and 17 members of the group have been kidnapped by a gang in Haiti. And they wrote back to me and said, Hey, John, thanks for reaching out. We're not going to do any interviews right now, but we'd ask that you would pray for those who've mm-hmm. been kidnapped and to please pray for that gang. Okay. Which I thought was a very Christ like response. Yeah. Right? They're not. So you think about those people in Haiti. Have they been trained, you know, the Christian A group? My guess is they have not been trained in hand-to-hand combat. Right. They are going about being the light of Christ for the poor and downtrodden. At the same time, right, as I started this conversation, I don't want to be, you know, massacred while I'm at worship. Right. I, but at the same time— And I don't want to not defend the defenseless either. Right. So I, I haven't figured this all out. I'm not I agree. talking to some kind of authority on this, but there's something inside me that says we are becoming too concerned about "quote unquote" protecting our territory. We are. Why do you? Why do you say because that? Because I because. But, but you I, hear about people being killed in the pews of a church or at a yeah, Bible study. Yeah, you but, go, okay, holy smokes! That's a horrible thing. But there have been just as many people killed in schools. And nightclubs and whatever than churches. It's not like there's an all-out assault on churches. When there's an all-out assault assault on people. I know, right. But when you when you're a church, this is me. When I'm a church, there have been times where I have been. I see people walk in. It happened this past Sunday. I saw somebody walk into church when I'm in worship, and I go uh, immediately. My radar goes up, and I go, I don't know that guy. He's carrying a backpack. What's mm-hmm. going on? I understand why you'd think that. Look at the time we're living in. Right. So I so I appreciate. The church that I attend has taken a posture of when you go in, we're going to make sure that you're safe and we've got protection around you. Mm-hmm. That is right. that means a lot to okay. me to I'm feel not, secure in that position. That seems sensible. Yeah. That seems reasonable to me. Training Christians to fight from their cars seems unreasonable to me. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, yeah. Okay. Now this this is something really interesting, right? Because okay, so. This has happened. You see this, where there's protests and people shut down the roads, right? 
they just like they lay in the middle of the road, and sure. then all of a sudden you're stuck somewhere on the parkway or you know right. on a busy highway for like the foreseeable future, and you go, well, now what? Right. So you can see why people get angry and go, I'm not going to put up with this. Yeah. Okay. At the same time, I'm not going to drive right. through a okay. crowd of people. Uh, right. But the, so what is so? I don't know. How about training people? Like, if this is a self defense guy, why is he training Christians? Why can't he train people? Well, he belongs to a church, and so he's going to go to the people that he knows and loves. But he's yeah, but he's not talking about that. He's saying it's about time Christians start to go on the offense, at least stop being always on the defense. That's what he said. So I, 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 I don't really like it. I also don't like the fact that he keep. He says one of the very first sentences in our Constitution is the right to pursue liberty. Okay, it's it's a god it, it it's a God given right. That's what the Constitution says. It's right. not our not just Christians, right? Yeah, it's not just for Christians. Of course, it's for all people. I understand, right? Um, but our liberties are our liberties. He says are getting taken away now at a pace that's unfathomable. I don't think that's true. No, I could. I appreciate what he's saying. I, I, I can understand what he's saying. Okay, but if why? Because you, you, because it's you feel that way because of culture. Well, because all of a sudden there's these mandates where you go, okay, you know, for me to go into X, I've got to wear a mask, and you know, people get mad about that. Look, you, Kath, you know this, this we're is still, true. We're still getting mad about the mask. People thing. get mad about. I that. think that's re- like I, I think we should get. Pa- I do. I think we should it's get. It's not going to happen. That. Okay, that's. I don't feel like that is a liberty of mine that's being taken away. I, I don't feel it. that way. I no understand shoes, that there no are shirt, people who no listening service. to this feel that way. But there, to go into any establishment, there have always been rules. You just said one. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Right. This is what it is. I agree. Listen, I'm, right. I'm on board with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you. I believe right. you know, for the common good and the flourishing of society, we need to protect each other. Right. So reading this this path, a paragraph from him, but our liberties are getting taken away at a pace that's unfathomable. I am not crazy. I'm a God-fearing, USA-loving person. I never, ever in my life expected to be doing the things I do now. I bet that's true. He said he was prodded into this activism because we've basically had four decades of sissified or feminized pastors. See, uh, again, see, I don't this buy is, that. I, of course do I don't you, buy that. This is – what if Jesus was raised from the dead, what do we have to fear – Really, about our position and culture. Nothing. What do we have to fear? Nothing. If you look at the scope of history, there have been nations who have who have lauded Christianity and persecuted Christians well, in, like a, our, in a in a fifty year swing. It's like our first guest. He doesn't fear death, right? The because he clear. knows that there's the power of God. Yes. All I'm saying is that I mean, there, there's a place for reasonable discussion on how we defend ourselves, but this type of thing is over the line. It's my opinion, which is what you asked for, right? I did. I get it, and I appreciate it. At the same time, I don't want to be a victim at the hands of some crazy person. There's something different than sitting in a room and being a victim of a crazy person and calling uh, pastors sissified and feminized because they're not training their congregants in hand-to-hand combat. Let's take a break, come back. Uh, Hey, DoorDash? I've never done that. Neither have I, but they're coming to Pittsburgh. 
Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. What do you normally hear out of Venezuela? Is it not drug cartels, violence, killings? I mean, it's hopelessness, isn't it? And yet I'm telling you today, there is a group of Christians rescuing women from prostitution. They're forced into this by the drug cartels, and this group is serious. In fact, one of the members has been killed during a rescue. Uh, The cartel, they put his corpse behind a a truck, dragged it down Main Street to make an example to other churches to stay out of the way of the uh, drug cartel. But I can tell you, this church, they're focused on what God has called him to do, and that is to uh, rescue women from the grips of human trafficking. You know, more than 100 women have come to Saving Faith. They're members of our spiritual family, but they need the Bible there in Venezuela. In fact, it's part of the bigger goal of 5,000 Bibles that we need to meet by the end of October. $5 sends a Bible, 100 sends 20. Would you make your most generous gift now? By calling 800-YES-WORD, 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 or give at wordfm.com. And God bless you for caring. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffitt forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Are you the type of person that values hand-built quality? Do you shop with local businesses because you know your purchase supports your neighbors? Or maybe you research before making a purchase because you know better than to trust the marketing hype. If any of this sounds familiar, you just might be an original Mattress Factory customer. At OMF, we value our amazing customers and work hard to exceed their expectations every day. Visit an OMF store near you or OriginalMattress.com to learn more. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. San Francisco-based DoorDash said they are coming to Pittsburgh and they're looking to expand an engineering team. They're going to hire 50 people uh, as a first wave in starting next year. They're saying it's a familiar story. We hope to get a better shot at all the talent coming out of Carnegie Mellon University and the University of Pittsburgh, like Google and good Zoom thing they, have. Good thing they tacked Pitt onto the end of that. They did, yeah. They didn't say anything about Penn State. No, they didn't. Right? You know why? Because they know what's good for them. <laughs> okay, now, I, the DoorDash thing? I've never done it. My kids do it all the time. Do they? Christy, do you do it? All the time. I love it. Tell what? me. Okay. Okay. Why do you do that as opposed to just like calling the place directly? I don't, so I can like group order with people that I live with or like coworkers. So it makes it a little bit easier, I think. Okay. What do you mean? Like, so, so like I could start an order and send you guys a link to the order. 
and oh, then we, we can, can just add to it. Yep. So it makes it really convenient. Really? Yeah. Okay, so how much do you pay for that Extra. service? It's tacked on to your bill. So it's probably like a, it's a service fee, maybe like five, ten dollars. I'm not sure. So really? it does it, it is a little expensive. Yeah, like so my kids, like I got a kid my my kids' friends live in Point Breeze and they call this is crazy, Taco Bell. And get DoorDash, Taco Bell. Like, Why Taco can't you Bell. go to Taco Bell? You could get Starbucks own. delivered with Uber Eats. But Taco Bell costs like 10 bucks, and then probably another 10 bucks tacked on. And then the a DoorDash. tip. And a tip. Mm-hmm. So it's pricey. Yeah. There's a premium price to pay for it. But I don't got to change my clothes and. To go out the door. Yeah. Yeah, that is a plus now that I think of it. I don't know. To me, like when I'm in a restaurant and I see like the guy come in and get the food, I'm thinking by the time it gets there, I know. Yeah, isn't it cold? I no. always think. Sometimes it depends on how long, like if it's, yeah. it's like pizza. Yeah, yeah, right. They have the warmer things. Okay, if we all did the pumpkin spice thing yesterday, yeah. maybe we should do the DoorDash thing next week. Let's do it. Give it a try. All right. Send me the link, Christy. All right. Well, let's have management pay for We're that. not doing Taco Bell. <laughs> tell you right now, we're not. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments in a case involving the Texas law that bans most abortions. Moving at an unusually fast pace, the justices have scheduled arguments for November 1st. They will decide whether the federal government has the right to sue over the Texas law. Answering that question will help determine whether the law should be blocked while legal challenges continue. In the meantime, the high court is leaving the pro-life law in place. The Biden administration is seeking to block it, which bans abortions once a heartbeat is detected. Greg Clugston, the White House. The boss of a Haitian gang accused of kidnapping 17 members of a U.S.-based missionary group last weekend is warning the hostages will be killed if his demands aren't met. The gang is demanding $1 million for each of those kidnapped. Stocks are mixed. The Dow had 108 points. The Nasdaq is down 120. This is SRN News. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Maureen saved big shopping epic daily deals at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. And with her brand new tableware, everyone's welcome at Maureen's table. All of her family, friends, even her neighbor with the pet. Hey, has anyone seen a ferret around here? Found it. 
Dig into Amazon's epic daily deals. Spend less, smile more. Coming to Pittsburgh November 4th, the Crowder Milk and Honey Tour. Good God Almighty, I hope you'll Six Steps Records presents the Milk and Honey Tour featuring Sean Currents. Thursday, November 4th, 8 p.m. at Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder in concert. Tickets and info at druskyentertainment.com. Presented by Drusky Entertainment. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a shower in spots. Expect a low tonight of 43. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a brief shower or two. Tomorrow's high, 54. Tomorrow night, we'll see rather cloudy skies at a low of 44. Sunday, mostly cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. A high Sunday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We've been praying for the 17 hostages in Haiti oh, from Christian Aid Organization. And, I mean, the story has been going on now. I think this is the fifth day, maybe the sixth day, that those 17 hostages have been held. Um, there are children who are part of this. Um, and the Haitian gang who has control of these people's lives, these 17 people, have asked for a $17 million ransom. Now, we do know that talks are underway, whatever that may look like. We've reached out to Christian Aid. Uh, they have uh, politely declined to be uh, interviewed about this, but they have asked for our continued prayers and to put the word out for you and for the peoples in your prayer circles to also pray as well. Shockingly so, um, as much as the New York Times is so weirdly liberal, they do from time to time delve into very strong spiritual conversations. And there is a very strong conversation article today. The headline is, The Around-the-Clock Prayer Effort to Save the Haitian Hostages. So the the article uh, details um, deeply about every 30 minutes, another family or church takes up Mm. the mantle of praying for those 17 hostages, Mm. waiting and praying through the night. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a fabulous thing that what's happened here, that in times of despair and turmoil, the biggest weapon that Christians have is not 
mechanicalized weapons or rage or the Internet, but to be in deep and constant prayer for peaceful resolution to what's currently happening. And Christian Aid has also asked for prayers for those gang members who are holding those people, to pray for those who oppress us, that they would know the peace of Christ in their lives. So, John, when you talk to them today, um, I, I assume that the organization is just is reeling, um, trying to come to terms with this and trying to figure. I mean, an organization like that doesn't have professional negotiators on staff. No, they don't. And no. I don't know how what what law enforcement officials you deal with when that happens in another country, especially a country of lawlessness like Haiti is currently. I would imagine, although I don't know this is true, that the United States government in some ways would intervene. Now, I'm not saying the military is going to go in and, you know, go after this gang. Right, but they're U.S. citizens. Right. So there has to be— When you were in Haiti, were you at the U.S. Embassy there? No. Okay. I mean, mean, Haiti is its own universe. It is a dangerous place to be in. I mean, that's why when we bring, you know, food for the poor on, we are or always thrilled. Across international yeah. or wherever. Anyone who's doing work there, especially, the, you know, the ministry work, it's extremely powerful because a lot of these people, the overriding majority of people, they're being held hostage themselves, right? Not to minimize what's happening with Christian aid. It's a country of great despair. Yeah. So please, the efforts to pray for those who are being held hostage with Christian Aid Society. It's interesting. I mean, they are, it's, a, it's an Amish and Mennonite global organization. They are two closely linked faith traditions, part of the broader Anabab- mm-hmm. Anabaptist, Anabaptist community. Sure. And how does that work? And the work that they've been doing, look, we would never have known. We know the larger people who are working in Haiti, but there are a million, I'm not, there are, I'm sure, hundreds of splinter, small Christian groups who are in Haiti right now doing work, the Lord's work. Right. And that's the way, in my opinion, it, it should be, is that, you know, little organizations, you know, people are working in a particular area of Haiti and they develop relationships there. And, you know, those, the richness of those relationships over decades and decades of decade and decades is what makes it work. Now, the organizations that we are familiar with, Food for the Poor and Cross International in particular, are very large scale organizations, but started small right. like that. And just over the decades have become large and particularly effective in what they do. We know friends here in Pittsburgh, Haiti H2O as a small Christian mm-hmm, sure. organization. I bet you three or four off the top of my head I know right right away who are doing that kind of work in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I agree. Me too. So we have no idea what's going to Just pray for these people. Right. Pray pray for the gang members. Um, pray that God's hand would be over, you know, everything that happens and the negotiations and especially in the care for the kids that are there. Yep. Let's take a quick break. We're excited because uh, Cody Sable's in the house. If you've ever wondered what speed painting is, or if you've ever seen someone paint quickly, Cody's done something even, it's its way beyond anything that you've ever imagined, I'll tell you right now. God and creativity, that's next here on The Ride Home. Well, speaking of creativity, I think it's time that we go to uh, speak to Marsha from the Springhouse. Marsha's always got something good and creative on the stovetop. And uh, why would this Friday, cold and rainy as it is, be any different? Hey, Marsh, how you doing? Hi, guys. Good. How are you doing? We can't complain. I mean, it's a, it's a funky, cold, rainy day. But I oh, imagine yeah. that things are still good on the farm, are they not? 
Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty here. You know, rain is refreshing. I, I would like it to stay away tomorrow and the next day, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if, <laughs> we'll put it on Facebook whether we're going to be able to run, run, run rides or not. We don't people slip around in the corn maze. <laughs> um, but anyway, it might be they might have to wear their barn boots and come on out. But we're going to try to do the hay rides tomorrow. And if not, we still have the fun stuff down here. We have great meals both days, including the hog roast on Sunday. And um, last week we were really, really busy for breakfast on Saturday. And nice. it seems like people are just excited to get out and do something different. So yeah. um, we're going to be ready. <laughs> good. I mean, it's, it's a good weekend. Uh, a, a little bit of rain notwithstanding. It looks to be a little chilly. So the autumn, uh, you know, feel is in the air. So why not get down yes. to the spring house? Bring the kids down as well. And hopefully, you know, everyone's wearing some boots and you run around, uh, get up an appetite, and then on head inside of the spring house itself and have yourself a nice meal. Sounds great. Good plan, John. All right, Marsha. Listen, you be safe out there. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Crowder in the house. It's home sweet home here in the house of the Lord. Heart of the Father from Ryan Ellis. To the heart of the Father. Egypt from Corey Asbury. Best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year. With no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. So I think it was the day after our friend Tunchokin passed away. I was on Twitter and I was, you know, looking. There were a ton of tributes that came up and people were saying beautiful things because Tunch was a beautiful person. Um, And there were just it was just one, you know, maybe story after another. People were saying, oh, I remember this. People were saying, you know, here's my favorite picture of him. You know, all sorts of things, different kinds of tributes. And then I saw somebody painting a portrait of him. And I I mean, I was I, I remember where I was sitting and I was like, 
stopped. I was completely stopped in my mental track. You know when you're on Twitter and you're just scrolling? You know, I stopped. I was like, what the heck is this? And it was a portrait of Tunch that was so um, alive. That's the best way I can put it. And we're so happy to have the artist who painted it here in the studio. Cody Sable's here. He's a Pittsburgh-based speed artist. Cody, we're so happy to welcome you. Glad you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Seriously. I I mean, that is a spectacular piece. Um, So first off, before we talk about uh, how you produce and what it is, what the heck is speed painting? Yeah, speed painting takes on a bunch of takes on a bunch of different forms. I uh, I started out by just doing performances at my college at Kentucky Christian University, and okay. th- those took like half hour, forty five minutes. Okay, so what, what what's a performance like? It's just watching me paint. It's, so people just come up to you. You're you're painting in front of a, a like an auditorium. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it depends on the event. Um, okay. When I was at school, it was just kind of out in the open, and there's a there's a group of musicians that I was friends with that would kind of just play wherever. So I would set up with them and paint while they while they played. And then as we kind of kept going, it was kind of geared more towards like, well, how can I make this more performancey to where people are going to want to watch what I'm doing? And yeah. uh, over time, that was like five or six years ago. You know, we got a little bit better and. Uh, was able to ca- capture people's attentions for a little bit longer. I mean, it is fascinating, and it is performance. Obviously, you're thinking like a performer. I mean, you're you know, there's an outward thing about the performance, about you on this on the platform or the stage, and then you internally with the art itself. So it's like all these different levels of things that are going on. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, I try to create a, a moment rather than mm. rather than like a. Uh, so much a great painting like you're, you're going for the great painting but you want this thing to come together kind of at a point where you where your jaw kind of drops and that's that's really what I try to try to accomplish every time I, I go okay, out okay so do what do you mean so when does that mean that you're waiting you have in your head the very last parts that are going to make people go wow like are you doing it in a particular order um, yes each painting is different in the way that you try to break it down uh, to completion, um, some you're just trying to get through because it's complicated and it's challenging. And, <laughs> and there's you a could, time set. And if you could paint it well, then that's the that's the win in of itself. Right. Uh, but for others, you try to create like these moments um, where you put the nose in, and it's like, oh my gosh, it all came together. Yeah. Or you flip it over, and it's like, oh my gosh, like uh, how? First of all, how did he do that? Uh, is is a goal that I have. And uh, secondly, it's like like 10 minutes you know and this, this came together and yeah. that, that's the reaction that i that i kind of hope for when i do certain things like this but the paintings that i do in the studio like the tunch one that that i i kind of just go for the do a good painting and hope for the best okay so the, then there's a difference then between performance speed painting and you settling in your studio and being an artist i mean because the tunch thing it wasn't like you did it in 10 minutes i did it in 12. <laughs> yeah, that that one was that one was uh what I would consider a speed painting, but if I don't have an audience, I I, I really just want to nail the paintings. And when I'm alone in my studio, it's like it's, it's almost like a practice, but you're you're still putting it out there for people. Right. Okay, what about what medium do you use? So, it's funny. I uh for the speed painting, I use acrylic, latex, wall-based paint um stuff that you get from yeah i was gonna say i could get it at home depot yeah yeah i um it's funny because i work a lot with the penguins and somebody from the penguins texted me last week and they're like why are you using sherwin williams 
We play at PPG Pants <laughs> Arena. <laughs> and you were like, oh, my bad. Yeah. I was like, well, they have, they got to call me. You know, they got to come right. up with some sort of uh, sponsorship deal. Yeah, I would love that. That would be, that would be great. Yeah, um, yeah. Wear the t shirt. Sherwin Williams had this uh, sample size that was like $6 for a quart, and you couldn't beat that anywhere. And now they got rid of it because of a paint demand or supply demand, whatever yeah. that uh, is called. And uh, now everything's like 22 bucks. So yeah. I have to. Have to figure out what I'm going to do. Or, I mean, there's something to be said about a starving artist. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, of course. do you use brushes? Sometimes. Okay, um, don't use your. I saw. I thought you were using your hand. You know, it's it, it's. There's a separation between the different kind of stuff that I do. So there are paintings that I do in my studio that take like 40 to 50 hours to do, and then there's the performance paintings that I do live that take about 10 to 12 minutes. And the 10 to 12 minute paintings that are live, I like to use my hands because I feel like I have more control. Over what goes on the canvas and where, as opposed to a brush. Um, and, and when I try to go as fast as I possibly can, the using the brush as sort of an extender of your body, it, it's it's great and, and it's good for coverage. But I, I feel like I get the most detail out of just using my hands. Now for those forty hour to, or forty hour, fifty hour paintings, I, I use brushes. Okay, so then I would imagine, like a lot of people, as a kid. You found a pencil and a piece of paper, and you were given this God-given talent, and you just started to work, right? Yeah. There's this picture of me, and I'm sure a lot of kids have it, where they um, discover. Are, yeah. They, they sort of – there's this picture of me when I was maybe one years old, and I was standing in front of an easel with a crayon drawing. And, really? You know, my mom took that took that picture, and that was probably 1996, and uh, – Every every kid drew and you know was coloring and stuff, but it was kind of cool to to have that picture and be like, "This has always been in me." Yeah, there's the baseline for you. Yeah. So then, when did you you know? Okay, any kid can scribble. Not many people can do what you're doing right now. You know, when did you sort of go? I, I see something, or your parents saw something, and I'm going to start to keep this, make this serious. Okay. The, there's actually a really weird specific moment. There's two actually. Um, I was in maybe kindergarten, and I drew a picture of um, Shrek because that movie had just come out. Yeah. And I drew Shrek with these hands that when you're a kid you draw like popcorn hands, right? And, yeah. And I drew these big like circles for hands, and I realized like, but that's not what hands look like. Mm. So I, I, like in my brain, I was like, well, how do you draw them to make it? And I was I was young. I mean, Shrek came out in maybe 2000, so I was like five, four, five, six. And already uh, you're thinking. Yeah, and I, I remember that moment so specifically. I was in my garage at the first house that my parents uh, bought. And uh, then when I was in high school, I was in ninth grade at Norman High School in North Huntington. And um, I was drawing Tyler Urban, who played at Norwin and then was a tight end at West Virginia. And for those yellow West Virginia jerseys, for the dark parts of the jersey, I was using black, and the teacher came up to me. I was like, where do you see black in this? Like, for the shadows in yellow, it's it's brown and, and dark gold. And in and and those two moments, I was like, my brain made this connection to where it's just like, it's like one of those unlocking moments. Yeah. And it just really, really helps. So, yeah. So it was like. Your brain is getting it faster than your hands, so you, you want to teach your brain to teach your hands how to... But you recognize that in some ways those two moments are sort of the unlocking of the nature of creativity in yourself. Yeah, yeah, and and there's, you know, there's a few more, but those are the main ones where I was like, 
I'm getting this. I'm understanding. Uh, I'm understanding this to to a degree. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what's your training past that? Um, I I have none. I have no formal art training. That's crazy town. I'm I, I'm trained as a pastor. I uh, I double majored at Kentucky Christian University in biblical studies and uh, preaching. Okay. So. Uh, and now I'm finger painting. So right, you know. which is something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then how do the two work together? The two have, um, I think, have always been together. And I feel like when when God blesses you with something that you love, I'm not even going to say uh, something that you're you're talented with, but something that you're passionate about and driven towards, like I am with art. That no matter if you're painting Sidney Crosby or, or Jesus or Big Ben or, or whoever it is. That that glory um, mm-hmm. and that good time that I have doing that is for the glorification it of the is. kingdom of God, yeah. whether it's Sid or whether it's Jesus. Um, right now, since I I'd worked at the Bible Chapel right out of college, and I had left in September of 2018, so that was sort of the the end of my formal pastoral uh, work at a church for now. Yeah. You know, right. who, knows who knows what the future is. Um, I've I've gotten the opportunity to travel around to a lot of churches and do these types of paintings on stage. And I, I was a youth pastor when I worked at the Bible Chapel, and it was it was a lot of organizing kickball games and uh, dodgeball games. Comes and, to the territory. Yeah, and and that's amazing, and it was fun to do, and I and I love those kids. Um, something inside of me was like, there's not many people that get to have the opportunities that you have with this art thing, mm-hmm. and if you could do that for the kingdom of God, then it's your obligation to sort of do those things so traveling to these different churches and being a part of these uh these christian events has been some of the most uh satisfying and fulfilling ministry moments of of my life you know uh in conjunction with the relationships that i built with some of those kids you know Cody Sable's with us, nationally recognized speed painter from here in Pittsburgh. He creates realistic paintings in just a matter of minutes. And when I say just a matter of minutes, it really is just a matter of minutes. Um, I want to um, echo what you're saying from an outsider perspective. We never met until a couple minutes ago. but um, And I've watched a lot of your work since I saw the initial uh, thing you did after Tunch passed away. And But I want to tell you that just as as a fellow believer in Jesus, this is what I saw when you were painting, when I watched that painting on Twitter, there's something about, it's not just the artwork or the portrait that you created. It was you as part of it. Um, your, your body and your actions, it was like a, um, it was like a, it was like a moving memorial to Tunch. And it, and so there's something about you doing it. It's not just the thing that you've created. And that's the whole art of it to me is that you're part of the art. Um, and so it's, it's a beautiful act of worship. It really is. I mean, I, I absolutely love it. I'm in awe of it. I really am. Why? Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. I, uh, no one's, I don't think no one's ever said that before, which I, uh, you know, I really do appreciate that. Um, the thing that I did for Tunch was, you know, out of a, a gratitude for, for his life um, and, and just the way he treated me when I was at the Bible Chapel. And he was always so eager to give me opportunities to paint for some really cool people because I was just starting out, you know, right out of college. And uh, 
you know, he was having me paint at these uh, cigar events and uh, for, um, oh, man, what's the big event where he has, like, a Steeler come and talk? Um, man Up? I don't think it's Man Up. I think that's a victory. Okay. Um, but one of those, he had he had Ryan yeah. Shazier, and I painted for that, and he made sure that I was a part of it. Cool. And uh, after I left the Bible Chapel, I'd see him at all these events, and he, he'd come up to you, he'd give you a kiss on the head, and he'd ask you about, you know, your wife and your your baby, and we and I remember talking to him at uh, the Tungeon Wolf Walk for Charity, yeah. where I painted him and Wolf, and uh, they honored him with the city, and you know, I got to be up on stage and and um, pray with them, and you know, I had my hand on his shoulder and we talked for a little bit for uh, you know what he was able to 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 say in his condition and. Um, he was I will say that I believe that he is the closest example that I knew to somebody who was living their life um for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh it was uh it was devastating to to hear the diagnosis and then when he passed away. So quickly. Uh really quickly. And I believe that that was a God thing in and of itself. Um yeah. you know. And so, all of that that you've described came out in how you did it you know you could watching you do it there was um there was like appreciation in what you were doing there was mourning in what you were doing it was like all part of the final product and i um i don't feel like i needed to to do it i felt like i uh i feel like it's all i could do if Mm -hmm. that makes sense like as an artist i feel like um, it's my responsibility as an artist to maybe respond to the world yeah. and to your world, to your personal world of yeah. what's right. going on in it. And I felt like um, I didn't need to do it because people were asking for it. I, I felt like I needed to do mm. it to be able to to process it myself. Yeah. And uh, and that's it, an artist's job. Yeah. To uh, process and express. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, um, it was just something that like, Man, just was born out of just a, a gratitude for his life and who he was to me. So, Cody, now, Cass said, you're getting national recognition. And this is something that you didn't pursue. You went to school to be a pastor, and now all of a sudden you're you're an artist. What does it look like in the ahead? I mean, when you connect the dots, I mean, can you envision forward what that path is? Yeah, we, um, I have dreams still. Uh I've met a lot of really cool people. Um, two nights ago, I, I painted in San Antonio with uh, George Strait, you know? Um, I saw that. You made him laugh. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't remember. Um, that was kind of a blur. And then, you know, just uh, this past Sunday, I was on Sunday Night Football doing a mural for the Steelers Seahawks. I've had a lot of really cool things happen this month. Um, but what I'm sort of maybe not transitioning but maybe building up to is is sort of like maybe a a one-man show or a two-man show Mm -hmm. i do a lot of creative things with my partner spencer teo who um who is talented at everything music wise and one of those guys filmography (laughs) yeah 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 so we 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 talk every day about like what what can we do to push the boundaries of what's possible in our artistry so i would love to be able to to have sort of a um, 
platform? A pl- well, a, a platform or something good to do on the platform, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so we're, we're, we're sort of building that. Um, part of me is um, scared to be known as the artist who paints Juju really well, you know. <laughs> right. right, right. Yeah. yeah. But we, but what, when you do what you do, you're helping all of us to worship God. That's what that's what your gifts are for. So you know, I hope that I hope that God guides you like each step of what's happening. And for a wider audience, yeah. they may not be able to identify that or say that the way you just said it, Kath. But like Kath saw that, they would see that in you, Coach. Yeah, I. I try to live my life in a way that's uh, incredibly humble and grateful. And, uh, you know, God is opening doors. And uh, it's my job, I think, just to be prepared when it's time to walk through them. So people, obviously we're in radio. People, we've been talking about imagery. They can't see your imagery here. People want to see your work. Where do they go? Yeah, I am on Instagram and YouTube at uh, Cody Sable Art. Just... um, is that singular art or yeah, plural? Yeah, yeah. No, just Cody Sable Arts, okay. singular, and uh, my website has some cool stuff, and I'm trying to make it on TikTok, but I'm 26. I'm, I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you were 20, you'd be too old for TikTok. <laughs> Don't you worry. That's cool. I mean, God's clearly in this, Cody. Um, I just love your your humility and your artistry. You're thinking like an artist. And, and you should. Big things are going to come. Well, I just really cool that. things. Yeah, it's been fun so far. Excellent. Good. CodySableArt.com. Okay, CodySableArt.com. Um, we'll put some cool stuff on uh, Facebook and Twitter before the night's out, so you yeah. can check out Cody's stuff. Been a pleasure. Thanks yeah, for, thanks, thanks for, for being, being here. here. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a quick break. Come back a little bit. We're going to recap the week, the week in the week in review. Straight ahead here on the ride home. One of my sons attends a state school. And um, I went to visit him recently, and I, I saw in one of the billboards that they were, you know, previewing their, you know, future events of of the entertainment that was coming to the college campus. And one after another, I thought, oh man, I know that comedian. That's rough. Um, oh, I know that person. I mean, uh, it's the culture is so harsh, and your kids are captive to that. Mm-hmm. Now, I do know this that you know at Grove City College. Not that it's all, you know, sunshine and lace, but the people that they are inviting to speak on campus, they are not that darkness of the culture. Yeah. I think it's so easy for any of us to fall into a pit and be bottom dwellers when it comes to comedy or it comes to the dramas we're watching or the stuff we're watching on YouTube or whatever it is, whatever it is. So what we need is a community of people who are helping us to make good choices, you know, furthering us in our walk with God, helping us to be better people. You know, we need that. We can't do that on our own. That's one of the things I value most about Grove City is that type of community that encourages students to not to be like holier than thou. We don't want that, but just to pursue goodness and truth, to have a good time, but to be, you know, decent while you're doing it. We are called to the highest standard, GCC. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. 
Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffitt forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey, 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question, and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a shower in spots. Expect a low tonight of 43. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a brief shower or two. Tomorrow's high, 54. Tomorrow night, we'll see rather cloudy skies and a low of 44. Sunday, mostly cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. A high Sunday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You may have seen this news about Alec Baldwin. He said uh, Friday that the killing of a cinematographer with a prop gun on a movie set was a tragic accident, and authorities are investigating the shooting, which also wounded the director. Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer on the Western movie Rust, and director Joel Souza were shot Thursday in the desert on the outskirts of Santa Fe. A spokesperson for Baldwin said a prop gun with blanks misfired. A spokesman for the Santa Fe County Sheriff said detectives were investigating what type of projectile was discharged and how, and uh, no charges have yet to be filed. Uh, it's, it's a heartbreaking story. Yeah, I mean, this has happened. Well, you've been on a lot. You've been on a lot of movie sets. I have been on a lot of movie sets. I've never been on one. So is is well. It's unusual, of course, obviously, that this has happened. And I'll say this: the utmost care. The utmost care is always taken anytime guns are used in a movie set. So what happened here, who knows? I'm sure an investigation will uh, give us some answers. We may never know the full answers. But you do hear about this from time to time. Whether someone was in a hurry, someone put in you know, the wrong packing material or whatnot, and especially how something would go off in a rehearsal. Because rehearsals don't tend to use you know, the live action of the gun being shot. It's always just a bang. So something clearly was, um, was wrong here on many levels. And um, again, look, I don't know Alec Baldwin. Um, people are, you know, especially, you know, in conservative centers are, are upset with Alec Baldwin for his betrayal of President Trump on Saturday Night Live. And there's a lot to be said about that, of course. But uh, no one would intentionally, I believe, be on a movie set and try to kill someone. 
It's just a tragic accident. So the idea of you know people saying karma, which is ridiculous and really misappropriated, your heart breaks for the people that the woman who was killed, the the person who was injured, and of course Alec Baldwin himself for what he's going to have to live with for the rest of his life. That's well said. I don't know. I mean, I just uh, you hear a situation like that, you read a report, and then you watch you the comments come through about what people are saying about it. It's just it's it's vile and hateful, cruel and unusual. I mean, pray for every one of those people. We'll step away for just a minute, and now next, the week in review. One hundred one point five W O R D. I won. And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. You're putting tears of joy on the faces of Christians around the world. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. We've spent the last few weeks sharing the tremendous need for Bibles in places like Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America. We've given you specific examples of Bibleless waiting Christians who are now going to have God's Word. And perhaps you're wondering, what's it like when they finally get a Bible? Hear from this pastor in South Africa. We were in a place called Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. Pastor Joseph said that woman, when she received her Bible, didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy and Word FM listening family. That's what you're doing, putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleless believers all over the world. Our goal is 5,000 Bibles. You know we're far from that, but you can keep us moving toward it at $5 a Bible. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD at wordfm.com. Don't let pests haunt your home this year. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Do you have a loved one entering a nursing home? There's a lot at stake. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Depending on your family's long-term care goals, there are important decisions that should be made before a facility is needed. Talk to a qualified legal professional today. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we can help your family navigate the complicated Medicaid rules so that you can properly save some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy and Hagerman at a-h.law. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? 
I would say two things. Okay. Within Christendom, people were talking about the kidnapping in Haiti of the missionaries from Christian Aid Ministries. And outside of Christendom, uh, the Biden budget trillion dollars, we're just going to cut some and add some and that whole thing. We're, you know, magic money, tri- <laughs> trillions and trillions of dollars. Magic, magic right? money. That's what they were talking about. That's good. I feel like um, I, I second all those things. Also, I would add people are talking about gas prices. Oh, Inflation. And people are talking about pit football, as they should. Okay. Yeah. Is that tomorrow at 3 o'clock? 3.30. Sorry. Don't, don't, what don't was a conversation that made you think? Grief. Uh, so I went back to uh, Tuesday's program. Uh, Dr. Karen Swanson was with us. We talked about what's lost. This is something I'd never, ever considered. What's lost when prison mail goes digital? Mm. You know, you think, what could that possibly no, be? About? If, you, if you didn't hear that segment, basically what she's talking about is the fact that in the Trump administration, um, they put a uh, they put a piece of litigation forward that would mandate that no mail, physical mail, can get to someone who's incarcerated. That if I would send a piece of mail to somebody who was in prison, it would have to be scanned digitally, and then the prisoner would see it scanned. Now, ostensibly, that's supposed to help with the smuggling in of contraband. Um, but the smuggling in of contraband, from what I've read, is a very, very very small percentage of the actual mail that goes in. And what she was saying is it takes away every possible personal nature of something that someone could get. Mm -hmm. And so it's not getting mail from home when it's a scanned thing that you look at on an iPad. Right. Okay, that's interesting that you would bring up the personal nature, right? Because technology has told us it makes things more personal. Well, on Tuesday, we also talked about the personal nature of war. Paul Miller was with us, and he talked about how drones have changed the moral calculus for war, where there are a group of people sitting in a darkened room looking at TV monitors, your, you know, your screens, and they have drones stationed 10,000 miles away, and they are taking out our enemies. And what is that like? How does that change the nature of how we engage in battle? And especially for those who are on the front lines, those drone operators, what it does to them psychologically and spiritually. I was greatly moved by that conversation. Paul Miller and how drones have changed the moral calculus for war. What did you eat? Waffles with strawberries, no whipped cream, two sunny set up eggs, and bacon at Pamela's in Millvale. People. It's so delicious. Their waffles are great. They're great. It was it was so good. Very nice. That seems like an awful lot. I, I, I mean, you know what? you're not that big. Every time I finish that meal, I think, I could eat a little more. What? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Really? Mm-hmm. I think he'd be like going, I'm done nope. for like the next week and a half. Nope. You know what I eat this week? And I, I often think about people who don't like salad. Don't you feel sorry for those people? Because I get like, and this is weird. I, you, know, you know, I've said this before. You get a taste for something. Mm-hmm. Well, I like making salads. And when I make a salad, I like throw like everything in the fridge that I've got into that salad. And my wife and I, we had a big, gigantic salad this week. And it's like, I had a taste for that. And it was more so satisfying just to eat a good, fresh salad yes. with everything in it. Yes. And it's pretty simple. And, you know, I mean, on the scale of things... Fairly inexpensive to eat a good fresh salad. So I had a salad this week, and 
My taste buds were satisfied. What did you watch? <sighs> I have oh, a no. very complex. <laughs> this is going to be good. I have a very complex relationship with baseball. Mm. You know, they try, those powers that be, to kill baseball by making it better. And there's something about, look, we're up here at Seven Parkway Center, and oftentimes outside my window, especially the last couple of weeks, you look out over in the field here and you see a bunch of college guys playing a game of baseball over at that baseball field. I love it. The symmetry, the simplicity, the beauty of it. And it's different than football because football's on a clock. Someone's writing down plays that have to be. Football is about, I mean, baseball is about reaction. And there's something that's so natural and lovely about it. And, you know, the Pirates and Bob Nutting, (laughs) that miser who is holding all of us here hostage in western Pennsylvania, has essentially killed baseball for many people. For me. Now, I'm watching the playoffs, and all that to be said, I still love the beauty of baseball. That's what I watched. I haven't watched any baseball. (laughs) But I went back to an old favorite, and people are going to, like, moan and roll their eyes, and I don't care. Because I started watching Blue Bloods again about a week ago. I've never seen one episode. I know. Tom Selleck. And I have to say that, of course, it's formulaic. Of course, it's like a regular CBS drama where everything's wrapped up in a you know in an hour. I get that, and that can be very annoying, especially those of us who are used to like the long arc of a, especially the stuff that's being produced on Netflix and Amazon Prime right now. I get all that. However, there is precious little in popular culture, in any type of media, that defends cops. Precious little, and this show does, but not at the exclusion of what else is happening in the United States, especially in the conversation we're having about policing. And I just appreciate how they talk about it. Hmm, I appreciate the fact that different perspectives are shown because it's just a rare thing. And I know it's a drama and I know people are like, oh, it's not real. It's not a clip. Look, I don't care. I, I appreciate what they're bringing to the panoply of what we can pick from on TV. Yeah. And so That's good. I give them a thumbs up. How old do you think Tom Selleck is? 74. He's 76. I wasn't bad on my part. That's very, very good. I wasn't bad. Yeah. He looks terrific and he does a great job on the show. Yeah. What hacked you off? Let me just say two organizations. ITG Communications (laughs) and Amerishure Insurance. That's all. (laughs) I'm so sick of denominational disputes in America right now. I'm just so over it. I really am. Um, news came a couple of days ago that Mike Stone, a pastor in the Southern Baptist Church, has filed a defamation lawsuit, mm. a defamation lawsuit against Russell Moore, who's the former ERLC president, yep. U.S. District Court in Nashville. He did that on Monday. And um, Stone is claiming that Russell Moore, uh, his targeted release of two, quote unquote, false letters mm. were an intentional action to harm Stone's reputation prior to the election of the Southern Baptist Convention president. And he's mad that people were mean to him on Twitter. Mm. Look. Where where did we forget about the idea that Christians aren't supposed to deal with these things in court? Mm-mm. This is we're not talking about a sex abuse case where there's criminality involved and someone needs to be brought to justice. These are hurt feelings. These are hurt feelings. And 
just the whole miscarriage of just normal human decency that's gone on in the Southern Baptist Church, uh, con- Southern Baptist Convention over the it's just I know I'm an outsider looking at it, so maybe I'm being too harsh. But from my perspective, like, you know, Don't people sue. get it together. What was the best news you heard this week? I would say the best thing I heard this week was our 15th annual Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. Look, um, oftentimes we in the body of Christ, <laughs> lawsuits, there's Russell Moore. Mm-hmm. And Roger Stone. Roger Stone. And I mean, denominational things and, you know. Oh, no, poli- it's Mike Stone, not Roger. And, and politics and y- you name it, right? But it's great to see people come together. I didn't know a lot of these people, right? And we sat down. There was singing. There was some fun mixed in. There was certainly a lot of praise. And it was just a good mix of people being together, having a luncheon for a couple of hours. So I'm not making a commercial here. I'm just saying it was good news for me to be in that mix. God bless us. It was good news for me to be in a different mix. I was at Grove City College last night. Our good friend David French, who we've known for a long time, uh, spoke in person last night to the student body and a bunch of people from the community. He did a terrific job. We love David. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great to just, I don't know. He, he said the kind of stuff to the students that he says all the time when he's on our show. Yeah. And if you follow him on Twitter, um, he said what he said. But, you know, a couple things I really appreciated. One thing is uh, at the Q&A period at the end, a student stood up and said, what should be the Christian prescription for dealing with politics? Which is a big question. Sure is. And David said, I think it has to come from Micah. Seek justice which is you can't look at the world and just withdraw. As much as sick as you are of politics, you can't just say, you know what, forget it. So you have to seek justice. But when you do it, you have to love mercy or love kindness. You have to look at the person who's on the other side, the other political party, the other side of the opinion from where you are, and you have to love them, right? And then you have to walk humbly with God. So that means that you're not, right about everything and you are learning and it's okay to say I don't know and it's always okay to say you know what I have an opinion you have an opinion but we both have to acknowledge it's complicated and that's John and Kathy's week in review Attention Americans 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 has begun. This is the only time to change your Medicare Advantage plan for a whole year. And Smart Match Insurance is here to help. Do you currently have a copay? What about a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, you should call Smart Match. Smart Match is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you find plans which include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. Smart Match makes it easy to find the right one with their free, smart, and unbiased help. If you find a plan you like, they can even enroll you on the spot. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 and soon. The service is free with no obligation, so call Smart Match today. Call 800-871-1592. That's 800-871-1592. 800 800- 
800-871-1592. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course we have great eats inside too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Your life. Your hopes. And whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m., it's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Last week at this time, uh, we made picks. We made picks about the uh, the Pitt Virginia Tech game, yeah. the Pentome opener on Saturday, and the Steeler game. How'd we do? Uh, we're going to find out. Christy, talk to us. Um, I had 31 27 Pitt. Okay. Kath, you had 37 35 Virginia Tech. Because I didn't believe. Listen, I love don't Pitt. talk. I'm going to love, love Pitt. Look, I've been injured. And John had 44 21 Pitt. Boom. John and I were semi correct. Yeah, right. you were the closest. You picked the yeah. winners. All right, but fine. I was going big on Pitt. Okay, because I love Pitt. Oh, get out of here! You <laughs> love Pitt. Yeah, um, the Pens last week. I had the Pens five three. Kath, you had the Pens four one, and John had the Pens six to three. Who won? Okay. The Pens won. Mm-hmm. Um, five two Pens. Mm-hmm. Right again. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Good job there, Kristen. Thanks. And then the Steeler game. Yeah. I, I had a uh-huh. 2017 have? Seahawks. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't far off. They, you know, Steelers always play yeah. down to their bad opponents. Yeah, except you picked the wrong team to win. But That's all right. Um, Kathy had 28-14 Steelers, and John had 27-17 Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think John did the best out of all of us. You think? No, I thought week. Christy did better. Mm-hmm. Although she did pick no, the No, I think she and I were the same. All right. Thank you. I'll take it. Okay. All right. All right. So right. that means we need to launch into this weekend. The uh, so play the uh, required music. doesn't imply a lot of confidence no, in our ability to pick. Our sports picks for the weekend. Okay. What do you got? So let's start with uh, Clemson at Pitt tomorrow at 3.30. Yep. Um, Christy, let's start with you. I have Pitt 23-20. Okay. Okay. All right. John, Pitt Clemson. I like the gunslinger. I'm saying Pitt 31, Clemson 17. Okay. 
All right. Well, okay. So we're all on the winning side. Mm, yeah. Uh, because I'm going pit. You know, I, I was convinced last week. I was. I love Pitt. Listen, I have a lot of emotional baggage rooting for this crazy team. Uh, I'm going 28-25 over Clemson this week. It's tight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, And then coming up on Saturday, 7 p.m., we have the Leafs at the Pens. And so, John, we'll start with you. I'll say Pens 5-2. Okay. 5-2 Pens. Christy? Wow. So with all the players out, I have 4-2 Leafs. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. What's going on, though? Yeah, yeah. They've been playing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but more players are out. Yeah. And I, you have four two leafs. Is yes. that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I have six two leafs. Oh my gosh! Come on, yeah. you guys. Let's be a homer here. Sorry, I, too many just, players out. Yeah, smokes. that's what I think too. All right, next week we'll find out who wins. All right, okay. I get the cake. I don't know if you're going to get the cake. You might get that crazy cookie thing that was in the kitchen this morning. Oh. That looked like what was that? It looked like a, it was a bunk cake. It was a, a bunk cake. cake. Yeah, I thought it was a spider. It looked like it was some kind of like Halloween scary. Who thing. Who brought that in? Somebody, because we were talking about the spice. Thanks, whoever. It was pretty good. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.